Fallow Lees sits defiantly against the Northumberland weather, just as she has done for hundreds of years. She is the last stand against the march of the evergreen conifers, as the forest has slowly swallowed up all of the other farms. Modern society has left her well alone, a relic of the past. There is no telephone line, no mains electricity, gas or water. She's barely changed from when she was built, probably in the latter half of the 18th century. It is always a relief when I turn the final corner on the shingle track home through Harwood Forest and see Fallowley's farm between the parted trees. Home. Securing the tenancy on the farm was the best thing that had ever happened to me. And today felt like the worst. The unexpected dumping had left me feeling fragile, vulnerable. I thought about the book I'd written, all fresh from the printers, neatly finished with the girl getting her prince and living happily ever after. The countryside would be laughing at me now, I thought, and blushed with shame. I could hear them all sniggering. She couldn't even keep a hold of her chap till the ink dried. Why, oh why, did I put it all down in black and white? In truth, I knew exactly why, and I would do it all again. I wouldn't be the first person to throw herself head first into a relationship, thinking it would last forever. And I wouldn't be the first to want to tell the world how happy I was, nor would I be the last. It was hard for me to think rationally about work with everything going on in my head, but I knew I had only one day to get my ducks in a row at Fallow Lees before a four-week lambing stint began the next night. I'd been looking forward to putting my back into lambing, earning some proper money. Now January stretched out in front of me like a prison sentence. Twelve-hour shifts, no going out, no seeing other people. Just a long, lonely slog in the darkest, dreariest month of the year. In fact... I was likely to remain alone for some time, as I had, in my wisdom, booked myself another lambing for March before dealing with my own at Fallow Lees in April. Work is a cure for everything, my dad would say, and to some extent I have always believed him. Directing whatever negative energy you are feeling into doing something useful can really help. With that in mind, I had borrowed a telehandler from a neighbour so that I could clear out one of the buyers near the house. A telehandler is a bit like a tractor and a forklift truck rolled into one. More manoeuvrable than the former, it has a long boom that can be fitted with different attachments and can be used to perform a wide variety of lifting, loading and emptying jobs. The buyer had been full of junk, broken fence posts, carpet remnants, old lawnmowers, since I arrived at the farm. It seemed silly to sit around moping all day, knowing it would be my last opportunity for several months to get this job out of the way, and I had to return the telehandler to its owner the next day. So, with a sense of despair and hovering loneliness, I made a start on the day's task of emptying the contents of the buyer into the telehandler's enormous front bucket. I was twenty-three when I first saw Fallow Lees. I was living in a cottage on my own, looking after 900 sheep on a farm about 20 miles northwest of Newcastle, when someone told me about the isolated National Trust farm that needed a new tenant. I knew very little about it, but once it was in my mind, I 
found I couldn't stop thinking about it. A voice in my head told me that this might be the place and the opportunity for me, while at the same time another, more insistent voice told me not to build my hopes up. I was definitely too young, as well as painfully single. Would someone like me even get a look in? I sent away for the particulars all the same. When the fat envelope landed on my doormat a few days later, little did I know that Fallow Lees was my future. The papers included just a single photo of the farmsteading, taken from the lowest part of the farm on a summer's day. How I studied that photo. The stone farmhouse, the handful of outbuildings in the field, framed by a dry stone wall, were bathed in a pale golden light. I think I started to fall in love with her from that moment. Even when I read about the lack of amenities, my enthusiasm didn't wane.